flash with my dagger. You should dagger. totally fly into a rage, too. Yeah, I will. A rogue rage. A rogue rage. He went out a rogue rage. They seem to be giant, massive skeletons with horned heads. Okay. Do I know what they are? Um, they are giant, massive skeletons okay. with horned heads. Hey, a 10. Okay. So, um, Kravash is mainly thinking about all the different things you can do with shrimp. <laughs> all the things you can do with shrimp. Zombie shrimp. Mommy shrimp. The best part about playing shrimp. Dungeons and Dragons is often just to look on the other people's faces. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You, you, we were doing theater of the mind and you figured the theater closed already? Yeah. Chapter 239, Piles of Bones. Okay. So, um, in the last episode, we had actually had huge revelations on uh, Noan's character. Boy, that seems a long time ago, doesn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. uh, it w- is a long time ago. And we found out all sorts of things that happened with Noan. But uh, we are back with the Dragonborn now. <laughs> Because post-holiday schedules are hard. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, life's hard. <laughs> yes. And if you remember the last time we were with the Dragonborn, they had been searching for where the undead were coming from in Porta Magnum. And uh, you had actually tracked it down to the subterranean water channels that supply water throughout the entire city of Porta Magnum. And it's actually been very illuminating for the whole uh, lot of you. You, obviously, coming from the mountains, have nothing like this. I mean, you go and get water out of the nearest stream or pond or what have you up in the mountains. And the fact that they actually have huge constructed aqueducts, water channels that bring water in from the mountains to the city, and then it's plumbed underground to the various levels where apparently then it's distributed. Um, quite an amazing sight for, uh, you know, the, the rural folks that you are. Like the Beverly Hillbillies, the cement pond. Yeah, very much so, yes. And uh, so you attracted down to the underground uh, part and had gotten down one of the tunnels with the uh, Adam Nadar quizzing the animal folk down there. And you had found a what looks like some sort of maintenance or access hatch on the side, a doorway above the water level. And uh, upon opening it, found that it was only uh, falsely closed, I guess you'd say. Uh, the, uh, the bolts that seemed to have it bolted to the wall fell right out and were just there for show. And uh, you had entered in and heard some sort of a groaning noise in front of you. And I replied. Yes. And uh, that's where we stopped there. So you guys were headed into the uh, dark. And, well, not really dark because you'd produce light pebbles. And in fact, uh, Heskin had even, or excuse me, Kravash had actually embedded one in his forehead. Oh, that's right. God, that, sound, that sounded so painful, too. Yep. Actually, he probably just put it in one nostril, so it's just like his nose is <laughs> shining out. But, you know. but anyways, um, and that's where we left it uh, the last time. Um, anyway, so um, let's go around the table as we do when we shift the characters so we can uh, identify everything. And... Um, so, why, Melanie, why don't you start telling us about Petrin? Petrin is a rogue dragonborn from the Snow Owl clan, uh, and she wields a dragon tooth dagger, which gives extra acid damage. 
Really good. What kind of armor does Petrin wear? Leather armor. Very good. And what kind of, what color dragonborn is she? She's a bronze dragonborn. Yes, the snow owls. Very good. So that means she's related to? Him. Krabal, are they? Yeah. Are they like cousins? Well, mm-hmm. I mean, they're all, I mean, it's it's a clan, so clan they're all cousins of, to some nth degree. Well, technically, we're all family of dragonborns. Right. But what yes. happens if, like, two dragonborns, like, How from different, they? like, if, like, okay. a blue dragonborn okay. and a so red dragon, do they, like, produce a purple? Is it, like, a model, like, blue and actually, red? No, we actually talked about this one time. Yes, yes. Do dragonborns lay eggs? Great depth. Yes. Okay, the then females, my bad. Don't, the don't the, explain no, no, something. No, 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 no. <laughs> the, females, the females lay the eggs, obviously. Right. And traditionally, when the junk dragonborn, like, Rukavall has, okay, it is completely possible for a in this case, a bronze and blue dragonborn to mate. When the dragonborns are hatched, they're raised with the den of the mother. So in the case, it will say the blues. So, so whichever even if you, ha- the even if you have in. a red bronze and four blues, they're all raised with the blues. However, because nature is nature, as they grow older, if they find themselves um, drawn more toward a certain other clan because of their instinctuals, mm. i.e. red with red, they will go. Gotcha. However, it's not unusual to see, say, a red dragonborn in the Raven Clan of Blue Dragonborns. It's just where they're drawn. It's one of the ways they deal Neat. with differences of so it's, personalities. So it's like primarily each clan will consist of like one type of Dragonborn, but it's not yes. unheard of for there to Correct. be like a fosterlings. Yeah. That's, so cool. Right. That's it, cool. It's not common, but it's not, at the same time not yeah. unheard of. Cause, okay. Because generally the, the instinctual calling so, of that particular yeah. you, so you know, let, Let's just say, clan. I forget what color you are. You're I'm green, a right? silver. All right, so you're silver, but you you become war leader. Mm-hmm. Um, or you became the matron mother, mm-hmm. your war leader could be any other color so long as he's still part of, of my clan. clan. Gotcha. If he wants okay. to be your war leader and he's not part of his clan, he has to undergo a ritual to leave his parental clan and be accepted by your clan to become the war leader. Neat. I like that. It's a, it's a clear way of delineate lines and because they're so honor bound in that society, it, the mm-hmm. idea of like lying or faking it right. doesn't even cross their minds. Right, 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 right. So. That's cool. Anywho, until yes. no one Mike and I sat down and talked about this one time yeah. <laughs> for a great while. Until no one gets in and starts teaching their children how to be bad people. Yeah. <laughs> no one's not a bad person. Not but anymore. He can, but he can teach people how to be bad That's people. That's true. Anybody can teach people how to be bad. You could argue the red dragonborn were bad dragonborn from the way they acted, but that's just, they're acting in their nature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We all might be different clans, but we are all the Dragonborn Nation. But but no one has introduced something to the Dragonborn that they did not have before. Dad jokes. Missed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so speaking of dad jokes, um, let's move on to Drew. Uh, why don't you tell us about Heskin? Heskin is a fighter, straight a pure fighter, uh, known as a battle master. He has uh, several tricks up his sleeve for really optimizing attacks to create advantages or disadvantages on whoever he's fighting. He is blue, but also still breathes out a lightning breath, similar to my other dragonborn, uh, Craval. Uh, he wears thick, heavy chainmail armor and recently has taken more seriously this role in life and has recently realized just about how much he does respect his hunting party and as such is now kind of vying to become Sora's potential second in terms of second in command when she's not around. But uh, yeah, that's Heskin in a whole. Yeah, very good. And Bryce, why don't you tell us about Rogar? Rogar is a brass dragonborn barbarian. He uh, doesn't wear armor because he's too cool for armor. <laughs> because it's cold in the mountains. No, armor's too cool for him. <laughs> exactly. It's the mountains. Who wants to wear armor? It's cold. He just wears nice clothes. Anyway, he uh, has a halberd 
that he's been taking around with him. And unfortunately, they didn't have a magical halberd when they were releasing magical weapons to fight the undead. So he has a magical glaive, which he's a bit disappointed about. He'll have to overcome that. It's literally <laughs> the same thing. No, one's an axe. That makes it cooler. And which which color <laughs> dragonborn are you? Brass. Brass, that's right. You said that. Very good. It's too warm for armor then. Yes. Sounds like our barbarians being a little brassy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you should pay the brass tax. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Matt, speaking of that, tell us about Cravage. Cravage is from the most noble breed of chromatic dragon, the green. Um, well, it's not easy being green. We've established that. It is very difficult. That's why the few and elite actually are green. Um, and is a bard uh, and tells wondrous tales and and fabulous stories. Now, interestingly enough, bum, 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 bum. the stories, when recited by anyone else, may not be considered that good. But due to my great uh, charismatic abilities, it's all about the I'm able, whoever listens to my stories always seems to think it's the best. I think it's I in my head I picture it kind Go of Badgers. Like when you you know when you have like a little kid that's telling you a story and like and you like, yeah. you yeah you're like yeah yeah and the so kid's cool. like making no sense but like you're having a great time listening to this kid even though that story doesn't make any sense like they're just so stinking cute. It goes on for half an hour it goes yeah. nowhere but, and about halfway through they're like wait let me start over. That may yeah. be true yeah. but I did convince you to like go into the dragon cave. Yeah no the kid still has a, a super high charisma. But <laughs> oh, and I have a flaming glaive, which is much better than a halberd. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the, magic, so there. Ha. And he also has a drum that goes bong, bong, bong. Yeah. <laughs> the preferred musical instrument of Cravache is a drum. The yes. drum, the backbone of any musical ensemble. Without yeah. meaning to sound insulting, it almost feels like we have a special interest bard. Yeah. You know, <laughs> or special needs. Whenever bard. you guys start fighting, I use yeah. the drum and I just play. We got the beat. Well, when you guys did go to Dragonborn I'm, School... I'm waiting for We Will Rock You. When you guys we did go to Dragonborn School, the short wagon would pick him up. Yeah. And, you know, so. With the headgear. Yeah. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Sorry. So moving on. Uh, Jesse, why don't you tell us about Sora? Yeah. Um, so I, we can get a soft landing yeah. here. <laughs> uh, Sora is a Sora silver, silver Dragonborn. Um, she is a ranger. Um she wears leather armor um, and is of the hunter archetype, so uh, does more stuff that's like multi-attack, hitting multiple people, uh, not getting hit as much when someone tries to hit me multiple times. And I think kind of like the times that we've played Dragonborn, I've sort of like accidentally become the leader, mostly because I saved our butts with the white dragon when our bard- I set that up. Yeah, you did indeed set up that. Yeah, you did. I think you've become our leader more just because with this particular character, you sort of stepped up more, and we're like, okay. Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> am I the only lawful good one? Um, yeah, I'm I lawful think, neutral. Yeah. I get you. Yeah, I, we're I don't. All, know. We're all I, good aligned. I, I, no, actually, just kind yeah. Of, kind I think of it just, just kind of happened. Yeah. It just made sense for for this character. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm kind of our our party's strider, I guess. Yes. Um, I'm sorry, strider. So, uh, strider, Aragorn. Aragorn. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> the reason why you're leader Sorry. is because you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I think in the Silver Clan, like, they're all silver. So just kind of that by was a default. On the mic. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Owen, tell us about Nadar. So, yeah, I play Nadar. He is a blue dragonborn druid. 
He wears hide armor and wields a scimitar and a quarterstaff. He also is a uh, circle of the shepherd, and which means that he can summon totems to buff his party. So uh, there all of you are in the underground channels uh, about calf deep in water. And you had found this portal leading into the wall. And as you opened it there, you realized that um, it had been only falsely closed. And it was really just uh, kind of covering up... um, the fact that it was used, and then you rolled incredibly well in your stealth. I believe six, I believe. I think it was a two. And um, you had uh, opened it stealthily, only to have it sound like a uh, air raid siren from World War II as it opened up, and you heard something groaning inside. And of course, Kravash had the brilliant idea to do what? Talk to it. Yes, groan uh. back. And uh, so you had. I got like a thirty-two on my. Uh performance yes. too so everyone thought that it did sound like a mindless uh beast there moaning and then um all of a sudden nadar you feel a hand on your shoulder oh my goodness <laughs> the undead got behind us and you look back and stealthily sora has snuck up behind you and you remember that sora was on Sinia's. uh personal guard for the day but apparently she has been able to catch up with the group and uh sora is right behind you hand on your shoulder i'm not sorry for sneaking up on you but you're needed on the surface and why um something about small animals misbehaving i didn't really ask uh, greetings sora i did not uh, hear you uh, approach um i will hurry back to the surface as fast as i can okay well well that's that's quite enough reason for uh for you have to go up there nadar so um nadar goes splashing off up the up the ways and sora um so does anyone want to fill sora in on where you guys are because she's just somehow gotten a a hold of of where you are i say sora you've joined an elite group the badgers (laughs) fearsome we are the badgers now you can literally see the wide shoulders of Huskin just sigh in pain at that. Alas, sentence. I rolled high on my persuasion, and you do realize you're a it's, badger. No. Yeah. So we're badgers. They're fearsome, and that is us. What did What did Kravash do? He wants to name our hunting party the Badgers. Have named can, can the we, hunting can, party. Can we focus on the undead instead of? True. There is something in down those holes. The name of our party. Um. I talked so to it. We're I'm gonna, fine. I'm gonna just like. Ignore that bit. Uh, that that being my favorite enemy, can I we, see if I can hear or spot yeah, signs of how me, many might be down here? Oh wow, wow. Okay, cool. Um, that would be a nine. Okay, all you can tell <laughs> is that there are several creatures off in the darkness in front of you. I'll uh, just lean down. Or actually, I think you're taller than my character in this case, so I'll lean up a little bit and just whisper in her ear. So we asked around and realized that these points down at the water canals come from the mountains and I think that's how they're coming in so we uh as you can see from our tracks we came here but I'm pretty sure what we fought down in the jerky hold is now going to be further up in this whatever the hell these 
aqua mugs are called. Well, then we know what we, t- we need to go to take care of it. Potentially, but there was that really nasty one down there, so let's assume there's going to be a really nasty one up here, too. Nothing we can't handle? About to find out. And I really don't want to be known as a badger. Please don't let him do that. Badgers are fearsome. It's okay. If he, if he asks, we'll just go with it. We want to keep him happy. I can just see him thinking, like, no, make more sound. Don't whisper. <laughs> so there's a... Hey, guys, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, battle plans. Mm-hmm. We're talking about how wonderful your name is for the oh party, Kravash. <laughs> He's like, I am pleased you agree, O leader of the Badgers. And I said, everyone, our leader has blessed the name. Anyways, um, it's this way, you said. With the I 19 so. for anyone who I'll point who at the doorway that, that we were just about to go through, or that we just came from, that was unlocked, that we're supposed to be locked, and there's something up ahead. All right. And I've spoken with it. It knows we are friends. You'll see, knows we are you'll see me shaking well. my head ever so slightly like, no, he really didn't. <laughs> um, sorry, were there creatures coming out or were you, they, we you, just know that they're that way? You sensed that there was creatures somewhere in the darkness ahead of you. Okay. Just, Is, just from the sounds that they were making. Uh, probably more than one. Okay. Um, so it's entirely possible that we could get them to come. If they're coming out from there, then they're going to come this direction anyways. So it's possible that we could set up some sort of trap for them. And but potentially, yes. Um, how wide is this? It's only about five feet wide. It was a oh, so single person. Yeah, just a just you know like a little manway that was uh, set up to uh, access the you know water channel for some reason that you can't mm-hmm. quite figure out. Uh, but the waterway behind us though is that wider. Um, it's about five feet as well. Yeah, so it's, um, it's all narrow. It's all narrow. It's oh, all darn. very claustrophobic, especially for you used to being out under the stars in the open skies. How tall are these hallways? And they're only about six feet tall. I mean, they're barely tall enough for you guys. You're kind of bumping your heads on the roof. Are there any like rats or creatures around? There were up there, but you're not seeing any down here. Okay. And you just got rid of your druid, so right. the person to talk to the the. Creatures is, is gone. Well, I can, I can talk to them, but if there aren't any around, I'm not yeah. going to go out of my way to find one. You could talk to a Especially zombie Especially considering rat. there's something moaning in the dark ahead of you. So. Yes. Okay. So, Do you want me to we? go look? No. Let's go as a group. I think I agree. Well, it's pitch black in here, right? No. Except for the light stone that's in your nostril. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry? Yeah, didn't you notice it when you walked up? He gave us light sources on little pebbles. He shoved his it between two scales in his forehead, actually, not his nostril. Yeah. I think the nostril there's is like, much There's funnier. like a glowing, a like, like a glowing jack-o'-lantern. Like a headlamp. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a little bit off-center. I'm like, look, hands-free. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, you should put it in your mouth and call it a blue, because it's a Bluetooth. <laughs> that would be oh. your tooth. Then it's only useful for 15 feet. So is him. Mm-hmm. Shall we? Let's you, do it. You turtle. <laughs> I'll um I'll get an arrow ready I'll to ta- go. Yeah, okay, so what is your marching axes. order heading into this little access tunnel? He's I'll, actually a badger. Well, he he's got reach, so I'll go first because you both have reach on your yeah. items. I'll go second. I'm gonna go in the middle. Do you mind being in the back? No, I don't. Okay. Mind. I don't know why I, I don't know why when I'm looking at that, I'm thinking of one of those like tong tonga lines. Conga? Conga. Conga. Conga lines. Lines. Yeah. yeah. I see that and Conga. go, Conga. I just Conga. hear, I ho, I ho. I hear a DM going, I cast a lightning bolt because I can now. Have any of you seen Centaur World? 
No, okay. It's an excellent world. It's an I I really love cartoons and it's a very excellent like absurdist cartoon. It's it's very good. And there's like a scene where there's a bunch of people trapped inside of a whale because of existential dread and then they all get stuck in like an eternal conga line and there's just a hammerhead shark going conga 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 but yeah. my daughter got it's me a very hooked. good cartoon my daughter got me hooked into anime so see yeah. i just thought about team fortress 2 but okay. i don't i don't know but, team fortress. anyways back to this so, yeah, okay sorry. so we've got our list so who what is the order we're going in heskin rogar uh sora nadar nadar no no nope. i'm going to cross him off my list not here He's dead. He's dead. Fighter, barbarian, ranger, bard, bard and rogue. rogue. Okay. So you advance down the hallway a little bit. And um, in just a short distance, Heskin. So uh, you can make out just a short distance in front of you, Heskin, that there's like an aged and um, kind of threadbare canvas tarp or something that um, has been thrown across the uh, passageway here uh, in front of you at, after about 15 feet. But is it like on a string or something like that? Um, well, it's like, it looks as if like the passageway opens up into a room or something and it's maybe been nailed up inside because it, it's, you can't see the edges of it. So it, it rather seems like it's, it's hanging on something in a room just beyond the passageway. And like take, a door flap or something? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, um, very much like that. I'll take the axe and just one side of it, try to move it aside to see what's past it. Okay. And so you move it aside, and you are actually looking at about a 25 by or 20 by 25 foot space. And immediately in front of you, as you open up, there are two humanoids that are facing you. And one is a dwarf and the other is a human, except their features have become very elongated there's these big tongues lolling out of their face and their fingers are long and sharp and you know the skin has become kind of this pasty gray deep gray color do i know what these are um so you know that they are either ghouls or ghasts <gasps> we are a ghouls we are a ghast aren't ghouls always ghastly Okay, and let's roll for initiative. I get a minus one because okay. I'm cool. Oh my goodness. So, Petrin. 14. I miss Jade. Uh, too bad. <laughs> I miss Jade so much. And Heskin. Four. And actually, this is why we do this, uh, Melanie, so you can appreciate your other characters. <laughs> I can appreciate my plus 10 to initiative. I okay, so a little advantage. taken aback there, Heskin. And Rogar. Non natural 20. And Kravash. Six. Okay. Also taking it back here. You're in the back going, what's going on up there? Hey, guys. <laughs> and uh, Sora. 15. Okay, very good. He's doing his best to write a song that includes the he word really, badger. He really is. <laughs> He's really thinking I'm hard like, something that rhymes with that. Toss a copper uh, to your, uh, I don't know. Badger? Toss a witch to your coiner. Yes. I, I watched coin. The Witcher season two. Such an two. awful joke. So I good. loved it. It's, so good. A, it's so good. Excellent. I'm glad you appreciated that. Mm. Yeah, that was so good. It also got Melanie, too. Our, had no our idea listeners was coming. like, what? <laughs> okay, so uh, they are standing right there in the room just opposite the doorway, almost as if they were just set to guard this thing. And first up is Rogar. What are you going to do? You are sitting there two back. There's you, mm -hmm. the uh, Heskin pulls aside the, the flap of the, the canvas, and 
there the uh, two creatures are. Um, you play a dragonborn often, or sorry, a dragonborn, a barbarian often. For reckless attack, do I need to be raging to use it? No. No. Okay. You just go all in. Then I'm you going to recklessly attack over his shoulder, because I can. The uh, nearest ghoul, or ghast. Okay. The Do you want to go after the dwarf or the human? Um. The hool or the drool? The dwarf, because there's a chance he'll be short. Don't be wow. short with me. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Um, he'll be harder Jeez. to hit because he's short, so I'll go after him while he's surprised. Okay, very good. So uh, you swing on him, and go ahead. No, he's That leech. is a oh. 27. That definitely has. All right, and that's 1d10. And so the one in the robes will be the uh, dwarf and the... Okay. One on the in the with the staff will be the human. Oh, actually, and it's fourteen points of damage. Okay, and second attack. Reckless, you're at advantage. I would be, but that's only the first attack. Oh, I know you rolled with advantage. Yeah, I did. Uh, the second is a seventeen. Okay, that definitely hits as well. They are wearing nothing in way of armor or anything. Yeah, but, like, so am I. And that is 11 more points of damage. Okay. And um, you just see uh, Rogar just go, ah, and just stab twice at this thing. And the second one just kind of opens up its insides, which it's really creepy because the innards of this creature just flow out onto the ground. But there's no blood. There's no anything like that. And just this, you know, these dry intestines just fall to the ground, and then so does it, dry and it just collapses. Dry intestines. Yes. Chewy. Top mm. Romany. Yeah. So it just falls to the ground, and seems dead? to be seems to be dead. Yeah. Oh um, wow! It was dead already. Well, now it's dead. Dead. Yes. Yeah, see, now we remove the un from the immobile undead. dead. Double tapped. Yeah. Okay. Very good. And then next up is Sora. You're all the way at the back. Can you do anything from the back? Yeah, I got a bow. Okay. Which um, one went down, by the way? The the one in the robes. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to shoot the one that's not in the robes. Okay. Um, we got a nat yeah. 20. That would yeah, um, do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Watch these both be ones. That's I'll take it. Uh, that's 12 points of damage. Okay. As a fire shot right at it. Is it still standing? Still standing. I'm going to kathunk it again. Uh, for a 17. That definitely thunks it. Uh, and another nine points of damage. Okay. So you thunk a, cu- a couple arrows go arcing over your shoulder there, Heskin, and blunk into the uh, human one in front of you. But it is still up. And then Petrin, you get to go. I'm going to shoot it. For a 17. Okay, that hits. Do I get sneak attack? Cause uh, there's an yeah, alive. there's someone right in front of it. What type of rogue are you again? I'm a, a scout. You're a, you're a scout? Okay. Yeah. I need four, three D6. Oh, my gosh. Oh, sorry about <laughs> that. That was aggressive. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> okay. The There's a lot of repression. Easy rage. off the rage. Sneak, yeah, Barbara. Sneak attack. There sure. is seven, well, you did have an advantage. So. Seven for the arrow shot. Ooh, five, ten, fourteen. Seventeen for sneak attack. Okay. 
And so a bit of damage. Heskin, what so what happens is you use your uh, weapon to push aside the cloth there and actually as you push it aside it just kind of collapses down to the side just kind of tears you get the feeling it was very ancient and then all of a sudden just rogar just stabs the one on your right over your shoulder and then um all of a sudden arrows arc in over your left shoulder to the the human one and it just goes down in a heap and um you can't help but notice but that one really i mean it's just smells putrid it smells like, you know, the corpse just lying out in the sun for, for weeks at a time. And uh, just being near it just makes you feel unclean. Yeah. Step away from it. Yeah. Um, I would like to go up and kind of check them out, see is, if there's anything noteworthy about these two. Is there anything else in the room? Can, yeah, can we enter the room? Um, so first things first. So Sora, you you, uh, I'm, you guys all flow into the room there. Sora takes a look as, you, as she goes by. And... They don't look exceptional. Um, like I said, obviously this was once a human and once was a dwarf. Um, and um, they have been turned into a, what you, you noticed from the smell that the one, the human was a ghast. And so one has been turned into a ghast, one into a ghoul. Mm. And apparently this was the guard, for lack of a better term, on this particular passage. Okay. And then for the other question, so you flow into the room and you take a look around and it is empty, but it was not always empty. Um, so it's about 25 by or 20 by 25 room. And there are kind of rusty marks around the outside where clearly at some point there were metal frames and so forth that uh, had been placed there. And, you know, there's marks on the floor where like, stone chips had been knocked out and actually everybody roll for me and insight check to see if you can figure out what might have been going on here 13 not mm. natural 20 8 6 15 okay um so Kravash, you, you get kind of a, a uh, an inkling a rare inspiration you get kind of an inkling that i mean th what uh, occurs to you and then uh, you kind of mentioned that yeah, it, it looks like, like I said, like there were frames here. And uh, then Petron says, this was a workroom. This was this was some kind of a, a work area. Cause, and she kind of paces out. It's like, okay, uh, this was you know a frame for supporting something that they were working on. And you guys get the feeling that this, at some point in time, was perhaps the area that they had set aside maybe for maintenance or upkeep or something for probably when they were digging out all of these water channels. So, you know, at some point in time, they had to have some, some area that was easy to uh, get to that they could store all the tools and work on them and all that stuff. And, and that's probably what this room was. Is there enough like material there that it looks like whatever it was has been there long enough to completely rest away or was it, it's been there a while and then, they took it out, but the rust stains remained. Uh, it looks like the second one, actually. Okay. Like, you know, they, they had used this probably for years. And, um, you know, because it's under the ground, it was a little damp. And so anything metal here started to, to leave little rust stains on the floor where it was put down. Because you can kind of see there's like little angular things. It's, it's not like there's rusty puddles or something where something had begun to disintegrate. But actually, the, the actual physical metal parts, you know, began to rust and left rust stains on the floor. Is there any other way out of this room? 
There is. So um, directly across from where you guys are, there is another opening of about five feet wide and, and about six feet tall. But this one is a little bit different. Where the one that you're in in the room that you're in, I mean, clearly was chiseled out of the bedrock underneath Porta Magnum, um, as are the water channels that you were going through. Um, this one almost looks as if the wall itself was melted. It looks almost organic. Melted mm. like acid or melted like fire? Um, melted like the, um, actually, not either one of those, to tell you the truth. Almost as if someone had turned the, the uh, stone itself into, you know, liquid like mud or clay. Huh. And it had just flowed out of there because, it, like I said, it's, it's almost an organic feel to it. Like a lava flow looking almost almost but but imagine instead of being an igneous formation it's a sedimentary formation where it had just like turned into to a liquid type thing and and it just flowed away instead of being you know a uh, volcanic process that left a, a volcanic rock behind hmm. so yeah it's definitely not like like you tapped into a lava tube or something like that but like as if someone had melted the rock itself and it just flowed away i guess we're going that way do you mean like Melt, or melt like like cheese on okay. a sandwich. Okay, melt. <laughs> Except not melt because it's not igneous. Rock to mud. Rock and to flesh, and then they ate it. Is this melty stone that looks like cheese on the sandwich that's been in the microwave too? I long? think we're overthinking yes, this. <laughs> is it is it keeping the door from opening? Well, like no. The, there's just the a hinge? there's just a portal there, just a, oh. a hole in the wall. Oh, oh is there oh, anything oh. like else in in the room, like near the entrance or anything that could indicate what might have done that? Nothing like that. No, there's no machinery or anything. It's just an open room. In fact, it looks like like I said, it looks like you know eons ago uh, when they had constructed the water passages here below the you know city that they had quickly sunk a shaft off of the side created this room for maintenance or storage or what have you and then probably bolted it closed when they were done and then you know for all intents and purposes forgot it and then at some point in time whatever these undead are have rediscovered it reopened the door made it look like it was closed but are now here with this melted portal in the back sorry do the rust stains on the ground indicate that the melted bit was there when they were building the aqueduct? Oh, give me a, give me a nature check. Give it's me nice. a, either actually nature or survival. Can I help on this? That's a fourteen. But I was just mostly asking, like, if there are rust stains in front of it, as if yeah, and, and if that's it was what there, that's what you see when okay. when you're looking at it. Yeah, you notice that the the melty bits actually cross over or cross through the rusty bits so they it, it definitely post dates so this is i'm sorry this i'm not trying to overthink this make sure i understand this is a portal only in the sense it's like a round circle in the wall that goes on away or there's a magical arcane gate in front no of no it's it's just a uh, open hole in the wall you know this is all fun talking about cheese i'm, I'm gonna walk through and see what's on the other side i, I was about to uh, take the rock and just throw it down the tunnel real quick i grow bored trying to analyze rock and you hear it go click Click That's a, as it falls into the deep, and, and then, then you hear a hammer. Yeah, no. Mm. <laughs> drums. If they were playing drums, I'd play drums back, and we'd yeah. have a band. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the wizard to tell you off? Yes. Throw yourself down there next time, Kravash. 
Okay. <laughs> hey guys! Fool of a boom, dragon. Boom, 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 boom. All right, so I walk in. I'll follow after him. I will roll my eyes and also follow. We're all following. We're just all hoping for the. <laughs> We've just decided worst. to put our. And, and I, and I kind of turn around and make the sure sign. I go, go badgers. And uh, sneak 26 in. stealth. <laughs> Are we rolling stealth? No, I don't know. I'm not. I'm walking in. I got a net 20, so it's going to be bad. Oh, so did I got 23. So I'm, I'm happy. That's two net 20s so far. I'm happy about what, that. What did Kravash get on the stealth roll just well, for an interesting okay. sake? What did you get, Kravash? Well, I, I would say I didn't roll, so I'm going to use passive stealth, which is 10 oh. minus 1, a 9. Okay. So you weren't even trying. You were No, just, I grew bored. You yeah. guys are all talking about igneous and stuff. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I'm going in. Kravash. Hey, I told you to whisper. The only igneous. I told you to whisper. <laughs> Be sure to help me with the eyes. Okay. That's from Trick hey, or Treat reference. They only think that one person's coming down this hallway now. <laughs> You'll totally surprise yeah. them. The I most got, noble green color for stealth. Okay. Not that much better than mine. So you all go dip, 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 dip down there, except Kravash is just striding on down. Kravash has like the handle, like the the thing he beats his drum with that's tied to his drum. So every yeah. time it walks, it just yeah. It's not tied to the drum. I actually have it like tied to my wrist so I can go. Whoosh. He, he wears and I can the, hold the glaive while holding the, the beater, too. He wears the it's drum like on a thing carabiner like on his belt, and it's bumping yeah, against his what, leg. Yeah, yeah. Every it's time it's on yeah. his belt, and it bumps when he walks. And I, like that. So, and, and I realize that I start walking with that beat, and I'm like, wow, I'm inspired. And so, one, two, three, four. You get a D8 of inspiration because I felt so inspired by this random beat of the drum. It just came forth. I was like, this music, you shall feel it too. No, you shall feel it too. Because I'm whispering. The most yeah. irritated person in the party is getting the most help. Yeah. I, I feel that. You're like begrudgingly like bobbing yeah. your head a little bit to the beat. <laughs> it's like that TikTok thing. It, it, it's like Night at the Roxbury. The monsters come in. We're all like, do, 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 do. We're fighting in step with each other. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um. Kravash, you uh, take off down the hallway with everyone tip-tip-toeing behind you, and it kind of begins to angle down. And actually, roll for me nature, Kravash. Ooh, nature. That's only minus three. Oh, good Lord. No, minus two, because I have some powers. Hey, a ten. Okay, so um, Kravash is mainly thinking about all the different things you can do with shrimp. <laughs> Shrimp. Zombie shrimp, mummy shrimp. The best part about Ghoul playing shrimp. Dungeons and Dragons is often just to look on the other people's faces. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. And actually, why doesn't everybody else roll for me nature? 26. 18. 10. See? 10's not 17. that bad. Okay, so um, then um, Rogar's a, a little rock. bit concerned with whatever might be facing uh, Kravash here in the near future. is is mm. kind of focused forward, mm. but the rest of you... Being a little further back, have a little chance to look around. I'm in further, the back. Further back, number two. <laughs> and um, you guys realize you have wandered into the natural stone of the hillsides here, the mountainsides. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's not the dress stone of inside, but it's, it's totally changed its character. So you, you're this wasn't part of the 
waterworks at any point. So this is is, is there water on the ground? Um, nothing more than the usual dampness that you'd okay. find underground. But there's no like yeah. like it's, part of no. the. It's rather sloped. Remember, sloped yeah. up or down? I forget. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Is it sloped up or down? I forget. This um, one actually kind of just goes straight into the oh. hillside. I thought we were going you, down. You said sloped. You said it, it is slightly going. Yeah, down. it is slightly sloped okay. down. So we are so slightly going so down. down. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and so yeah, you were definitely into the native stone of the hillsides here. And then Cravash. I don't think we're in Porta Magnum anymore. <laughs> you end up coming to an open space. It's about a twenty by twenty room. And it's roughly square, but once again, you kind of notice that it's kind of melty. And of all things, there's actually a doorway on the other side. But the weird and strange thing is in each of the four corners, there is a statue of what looks like a human. And they're about 10 feet tall. But interestingly enough, they're winged like angels. And have their hands over their face. We're all gonna die. I must be missing something because everyone looks like death's about to descend upon Doctor Who, weeping angels. Yeah. yeah, we fought them in one of Matt's games. It sucked. One yeah. just about wiped out the party. And then we've got four. Crossover. Anyway, so um, I say. But they're just statues in the, yeah, each of the four corners. I statues. say, hey, guys, just statues in here. Um, is, hey. is What's the lighting like in here at this point? It's well, The only light is what you have with you. Okay. So it's coming out of uh, out of uh, Kavash's nostril. Forehead. <laughs> no, I can forehead, make yeah. some more light in there. I can do it if yeah, you want. Go, go and touch the statues and light them up. <sighs> Great idea. Light them up, up, up. So I'm going to go up. to the statue nearest me, and I'm going to go light and touch it and make it glow. And it devours you. The entire statue. <laughs> okay. Because you could. So actually, as you are doing that, you go up and, and cast a light upon the statue. Um, just as you do that, all of a sudden, the ground around the room just kind of boils up. And these horned creatures made entirely of bones just burrow up out of the ground. And everyone roll for me initiative. Oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. 15. Ah! Heskin? Eight. Rogar? 15. Oop, 15. Yep. And Kravash? Two. Okay. Ke- keeping your streak alive here. And Sora? 13. Okay. The best for last. What are your decks? 14. Okay. Can we roll the same thing? I mean, I'm pretty sure we didn't roll the same thing. You got a 15, right? Yeah, but I, I didn't roll the same thing. Obviously not. Obviously not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, very good. So, um, Kravash, the one that burrows up nearest to you Mm -hmm. goes first. And like I said, this is a horrid creature. It's just got these massive bones. Um, Did the statues move at all? No, not a bit. But But this one one statue is is like lit up now. Yeah, it's now well lit, yeah. Is it look at the fangs, look at the bones? Or what comes before look at the bones? It's more like look at the horns, look at the bones in this case. But his skull is this horned creature. And it's holding this horrid lockaber axe. And it swings on you. A what? A big old axe. Scottish axe. Yes. They kind of look like. Never heard of that before. William Wallace is ashamed of you. They kind of look like this. 
Yeah, now you got now you got homework to do. Yeah. <laughs> and it swings on you. Um, it oh. swings pretty wildly mm. though. This one's only an eight to hit you, so I'm 100 percent sure that's not gonna hit. I laugh. Yes. Um, and not in a mocking way, but in a like, ha. <laughs> no, I funny. think it's about to be in a mocking way. Okay. <laughs> and then which one was gonna go first, Rogar? Me. Petrin. Oh, Petrin was okay. So Petrin, go ahead. Um. So, is Karash right next to it? Yes. Okay. He's, he's engaged one of them. Is it? it? How many are there? Many there are, are four. There? there are four. Okay. I'm yes. gonna run, hop, skip right next to it, and sink my dagger into it. Okay. Can you really sink a dagger into just something that's bones? Probably it's got big not. Bones. It's got a spine. Uh, it's got some cartilage. Yeah. 27 to hit. Definitely hit. Little sinew. You'll definitely hit him in the bone. Okay. Dagger is seven points of damage. Okay. Acid is six points of damage. Okay. You should just keep those di- D6 around. I should get my own D6 out. Yeah, you really should. Uh, be prepared and all that. Sneak attack. Ooh. Is 15 points of damage. Oh my goodness. Okay. I can get my own out. I'll okay, so Petrin goes up there and just stabs this thing right in the back in this huge shoulder blade and cracks it right in half, but it's still standing. Oh boy. And Rogar. All right. Um, is there one adjacent to the entrance? Um, nope, they're okay. basically around the outside periphery of the room. Okay. In that case, I will uh, stand behind Petrin. Is that your name? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I will stand behind Petrin. I will go into a rage, and I will attack the bone creature twice. Okay, the one that's attacking Heskin? Or yes. Me. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, Kravash. Yeah. <laughs> this you is are. why I wrote down all the names. Yep. That is an an that is a fourteen to hit. It does hit. Yeah, just a big old mass of bones. That's a twelve. Okay. Second attack is a ten to hit. Okay, that does not hit. It just blocks it with the axe. Okay, and then the one that's in the middle on the right. Uh, comes running over at uh, Eurogar after you hacked at its uh, partner there, and it is going to swing its axe at you. And also does equally as badly, I think. That one's only about a 12. Does that hit you? That does not. Okay, so I'm going to put that dice away. Okay, and then next up is Sora. How many bone dudes are there? There are four bone dudes. Four bone dudes? Yep. Um, one on the left, one in the left middle, one on the right middle, one on and, the right. And where Kravash is is roughly where the statues are? Uh, he went to the one on the left. Okay. The leftmost statue. So the statues are the dudes in armor? The things with the pointy things. So, no, no, there's no statues here. These are just, yeah, the, these are just the, bone the bone monsters. monsters. Okay, so we're we're just... Okay, okay. This diagram um, is not helping do me I, no, it's not. <laughs> do, do I... Um, are these just straight up skeletons? They seem to be giant, massive skeletons with horned heads. Okay. Do I know what they are? Um, they are giant, massive skeletons okay. with horned heads. Are they... The room's 20 by 25? No, it's 20 by 20. The other one was 20 by 25. Yeah. I'll... This Heskin, is a cozy room. Yeah. Heskin went to the closest one. I 
This is <laughs> this is a little tight. <laughs> this, is, this is such an absolute mess. It's great. It yeah, I here, here's, here's thank you skeletal for, creatures okay. that we can use. Thank you Yay. for setting that up because for sure uh, my brain is not. I'm like I don't know who's hitting who. So you, you, we were doing theater of the mind, and you figure the theater closed already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a that's if they a have mind reads closed for business repairs underway. Okay, um, I'm gonna kind of lean my way into the doorway. Which one has already gotten hit a few times? The one in the corner. Short. Okay. So, yeah, let's let's give those names. So Short. he's the one with axe. Uh, with sword, sword there. Oh. Hyena. Or, uh, and shield? we'll call that one Noel. Okay. Because it's gonna can be a Noel skeleton. Can we call it a shield because I can see I can see that it has a shield. Okay. Shield. We'll call it shield sword, then. shield, gold, and cloak. Gold and cloak. Okay. That works for me. Ooh, um, so sword has taken damage, correct? Yes. Yeah, sword has, has been anyone else? Nope, that's it. Okay. Not I'm even gonna... you guys. I've been rolling terribly. I put that okay. ice away. Then I'm gonna try to take out sword. Um, I'm gonna lean into the doorway a bit there. Um, cold breath's a cone, isn't it? I don't want to do that. Yes. Okay. I'm just gonna shoot him. This ice be, cream cone. This would be the perfect moment oh. for a wild magic sorcerer to just explode. Okay. Ooh. Well, I don't, because that was a one. Um, I'm gonna be frustrated and attempt to draw another bolt or I guess probably that shot would have been I went to 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 uh put it on my bow I know the word for that I can't think of it now knock, knock the arrow knock the arrow and I just drop it and then yes. I'm gonna try you, you again do the thing where you release the string and that's then okay the arrow that, stays right there badgers yeah. would forget too <laughs> your, your bow shatters in your hands uh but the second one is a 25 you're hit okay and that's a seven points of damage Okay. Still standing. Okay. Okay, and then next up is Shield. And who is closest to Shield? I am. Okay, so Petrin, it goes after you. Ah. Swings its big axe in your direction. And I'm putting that dice away, because that's a 12. That doesn't hit you, I don't believe. Nope. Okay. And you have inspiration, Haskin. I'm, I'm going to start running out of dice here real quick. Okay. And then next up is Heskin. Uh, I will come around Rogar to Cloak, mm -hmm. and I will unleash upon him. With what? My axes. Ah. I'm here to ask him if you've got that. Uh, 17? Yep. Okay. <laughs> axes and allies. Uh, eight points of slashing, attacking again. That's a 21. Yep. That'll be 13 points of damage. And then the third strike is a 16. Uh, yes. Ugh, six points of slashing damage. Okay. And that'll be my turn. So yeah, you hack at him pretty good, but still, I mean, like, see, these things are massive, so mm -hmm. it's not going to go down that easy. And Creval, despite your two, you are not the Creval. last. Creval. Cravash. Cravall's here now. How did you possibly this name this? This is going to be a totally different fight now. The other I, don't, did, I don't think we named these. Or did we? I, I named forget. mine. I don't remember. We named ours. I thought. I, I named don't remember what? making mine. My Dragonborn. Yeah, okay. If we did name ours. Yeah, Matt, this why is, did you name this yours is my almost the same name as our other party member? I think it sounded Dragonborn-ish, and maybe I revere our leader. This looks like I'm my handwriting. Done. <laughs> okay, anyway, so you were not last in the you're order. You're trying to solve problems. That's what you're trying to do. Go ahead. Using my bonus action, I light the flame blade on my glave, superior Excellent. to that of a halberd. 
He's got a glaive too. Just got the pot and he's just stirring it for all Let's see. Words. Do I get stirring extra with the glaive? Right. Yep. And I will attack sword. Sl- it's piercing, so jabbing at it. Sword. Sword. Glaives are piercing? Does an eight hit? Flashing. An eight does not. Just parries it with his axe. Spears. Okay, then I will Spears. strike again. Does a 16 hit? It does. Ooh, that's 1d10 plus 2d6. I can lend d6 if you need. So, three, five points of piercing. Okay. Slashing. And. Right? Slashing, it's a glaive. No, it's piercing. It's a, oh, slashing, sorry. I was yeah. looking at Because SL means piercing. <laughs> and eight points of fire. Okay. It's still, believe it or not, standing after all of those smacks. Oh, my goodness. So, the, like, I, like I said, these things are massive. It's almost like horse bones. Don't instead. you speak like, skeleton, Ranger? I don't think skeletons can speak well, anything. Undead don't really have and a finally, language. And so. finally, um, yeah, can understand things but can't speak, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, Cloak gets to go and goes after Heskin for standing right in front of it there. And finally, a good roll. That's a 21. So happy for you. <laughs> yes. Let me count the ways. Zero. And Zero. that is 13 points of damage as it slashes you. Okay. Meanie. Okay. And we go to the top of the order. And Sword gets to go. He's unhappy with all of the stuff that you've been doing. Um, and... Um, Probably still going to go after uh, the bard, though. So, Kravash, it's going after you. He's just so punchable. Yes. I agree. And (laughs) gets a 17 to hit. Does that hit you? Slightly. Okay. (laughs) And... 83 points of damage. 19 points of damage as it hacks you slightly. Close enough. And then... um, Tawood. Rogar. Yeah. You get to go? No, oh. he does not. He doesn't? Who? No, I go first. You go first. <laughs> Pedrin, you get to go? Jeez. <laughs> That's her growling. Yeah, uh, I will slash with my You should totally fly into a rage, too. Yeah, I will. A rogue rage. A rogue rage. I hate when a rogue rage. Um, 24 to hit. Definitely hits. That is seven points of dagger damage. Okay. Uh, four points of acid damage. And 5, 10, 17 points of sneak attack. Okay. And uh, you finally bring low one of them. Um, Petron just whacks it right in the base of the skull with her dagger. And the acid just dissolves the vertebra. And the skull just tumbles forward and just kind of bounces off of your chest there, uh, Kravash, and, and to I the ground. I loosened it for you. And, the, yeah, and it yeah. turns into just a big old pile of bones. As opposed to what it was before? And then I'm yes. going to waltz. Swing a large ass goes, yeah. Waltz around him. Seem to be slurring no, my words. Swinging wait. a large axe at us. Yes. <laughs> okay. Anything else, Petron? Nope. Okay. And then finally, Rogar. Okay. Um, uh, Cloak's been hit, right? Cloak has been hit. I will attack Cloak two times. Two times this time. First time. Dun, 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 dun. Is a 25. Yep. For uh, nine points of damage. Second attack. Is a nat one. Okay. Oh, nope. Anything else? Um. Nope. Okay. <laughs> and so next up uh, will be uh, Noel, who will go after Petrin. 
<laughs> and gets a 19 to hit. That hits me. And uh, barely gets you. So uh, 13 points of damage as it slashes you. And then Sora. Okay. Um, I can I can move into the room, right? Mm-hmm. Can I get in there? Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm going to move in. Uh, I'm going to, frustrated with my bow and how tight this space is, I'm going to take my hand axes out, um, and I'm going to do some choppy. Okay. I'm going to chop at Noel to start. Um, does, a, does a nine hit? I'm thinking no. A nine does okay. not hit. Um, a ten didn't hit earlier, so. Uh, but a, a non-natural 20 for the second attempt. Um, yes. And that's six points of damage. Okay. Um, if I'm doing two-weapon fighting, because um, I have the, the two-weapon feet. feet. So you just treat them mm-hmm. as normal weapons. Okay, yeah. so my extra attack, then I just... can do another two attacks. No, because no. one is the bonus attack. So you Oh, so I could do one more. You could do bonus. an extra attack with just one weapon. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. It also means you get to apply your my modifier, modifier yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I just wasn't sure if I could do like four hits total, two, or if I three. it's I could it's do one, two, three. three. Gotcha, yeah. cool. So then my second attack, uh, I don't know what that was. That was an eleven to hit. So I'm thinking, well, well I mean, does an eleven hit? No. Okay. So bummer. we haven't hit ten. Have hit with eleven. Sweet, cool. That's it. I tripped over the other one as I was. Coming Didn't you in. hit with one of them? I hit with one of them. It yeah. did six points of damage. Six points of damage. Can you throw your D eight on it. Do you have that one? Giant Slayer? Colossus Slayer. Or Colossus? No, Colossus I have Horde Breaker. Oh, never mind. I'll show yeah. Is that the one with you can shoot? If, if there's, there's like a five. line, I can shoot. Like if there's someone within five. Wait. There's a line. Within five feet. Wait. <laughs> there's oh, a yeah. line. There's something. I'm going to also <laughs> hit um, gold then. You can just. It's swing. within five feet of the original target. Which and within is. range of my weapon, which is not. Well, I, can, I, can I throw one of my axes? Are they hand axes? Yeah. yeah. Those are throwable. Okay, sweet. Uh, yeah. I'm going to throw a hand axe at uh, gold. And just going to bank off both of them? Yeah. Okay. So that's uh, 19. Yep, definitely it. And then another five points of damage to gold. Yay. Okay. That was pretty sweet. Chop, chop, chop. Whack. Yeah, like, like chop, chop, chop. Well, two of them missed. But then I winged the one that I kept missing with at gold. That's very dragonborn. Yeah. Very good. So you yeah, should. you are down one hand axe though because it's you on the floor. I'll take now. it out of gold. Later. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Okay, and next up is uh, gold. Uh, mentioning that one, and uh, it's right in front of you there, Rogar. So it's going to take a chop at you, and gets a nat one. So I. Yay. Yeah, it's not even going to work. Okay, and then Heskin gets to go. Continuing the slot onslaught on this guy. My incredible barbarian armor classes. Uh, 21. Yes. Holding strong. Six points of slashing. Silly ones. Second swing. Uh, non-natural 20. For 11 points of damage. And third swing. 13. So probably not. 13 does hit. Oh. Sweet. So you've not hit with an 11, but you have with a 13. Awesome. Uh, max damage, 13 points of slashing. Ooh, wow. So you take a chunk out of this guy. Mm-hmm. Still looking pretty hale, though, but it's missing part of his ribcage now. And then Kravash. Well, seeing so I'm 10 feet away and I have a weapon that has range. Reach. I'm going to strike at shield Whatever. twice. The first strike. A nine. 
No. The second strike. A 16. Hits. And that is going to be for six points of slashing and ten points of fire. Okay. And that one, you tear, tear a chunk out of, but uh, both, all three remaining ones seem to be pretty pretty hail at this point. And finally, Cloak gets to go and goes after uh, Rogar there. And gets a 14 to hit. Does that uh, hit you, Rogar? Yes, that okay. does. Oh, I thought he said Rogar. I thought Cloak was fighting me. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> we it, don't it, know our names. No, I know my name. I thought he said Cloak, so I assumed no, he was actually, Cloak me. is going after Heskin. I'm sorry. That's I got it misses. Mixed up. The misses incredible me. Dragonborn armor, or Barbarian <laughs> armor class. <laughs> Okay, and top of the round. And you guys took down Sword, who is the top of the list. So the next up is Petrin. Yeah, I'm going to dagger him again. Dagger who? The one in front of me, shield, for a over 20, 23. Yep, that hits. Nine points of dagger damage. Four points of acid damage. Ooh, not so good. And 10 points of sneak attack. Okay. Very good. So that tears a chunk out of him. He's looking worse than the other two now. And uh, Rogar? I will go after Cloak again, because splitting damage is always best. <laughs> that is a 20, uh, 24 to hit. Yes. 18 points of damage. Ouch. Second attack is a natural 20. Ooh. That definitely hits. Oh, 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 oh. For 15 points of damage. Okay, and that one crumples into a pile of bones on the ground. And that is my turn. Okay. Uh, can you knock over your cloak? Cloak. Yay. Very good. And then, um, actually, I got this, these two mixed up last time. So gold gets to go and goes after you there, Rogar, for leveling its friend. And get it's a natural two. Incredible barbarian so, armor class. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> what is your armor class? It's like? a fourteen. Yeah. You couldn't write this. It's hilarious. They are too afraid never, to a, hit as me. As a barbarian, I've never not been hit. Yep. Well, thanks. Now I'm gonna get hit next round. Yep. But first, not if we kill them first. Sora gets to go. Okay. So my is my axe on the ground or is it in gold? It's in gold. Okay. Uh, Wedge between its ribs. Um, you could walk up and try to pull it out. Can I? Oh yeah, you could. There's enough room to do that if you okay, want. Okay. Um, I'm gonna move myself over to Gold's. Um, I'm gonna attempt to grab my axe out okay. of it if that's possible. Yeah, give me an acrobatics check. Okay. Uh, sixteen. Yes. Sweet. You wrench out um, there and actually do a D4 of damage. Cool. Uh, that's three points. Okay. And its head goes flying across the room. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I'm going to basically do the same thing I did last turn. I'm going to choppy chop gold and then wing one at. You can just swing. Right? Yeah, yeah. You're right in front of both of them or right behind both. You don't have to yeah, I know, but my you, you horde breaker lets me do that on yeah. my turn. I can oh. also, also right do that in addition that to. Within five feet, so you can just hit him. Yeah. It's, in, it's in your range still. Unless yeah, but thrown. then I get an additional thing. Well, I get to yeah, attack but, another time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, we're we're missing. We might say we might be saying the same thing actually. So that's twenty non-natural to hit gold with the mm-hmm. first hit. That's uh, seven points of damage. Second chop is nineteen. Yep. For five points of damage, um, and then my extra attack 
to gold would be a 16 for six points of damage. And then I'm going to throw one at Noel. Okay, can you throw them even though they're not in a line from you anymore? No, as, as long as feet. it's you, within five feet of my to, target. Okay, you, you don't have good. to yeah. throw it. You can just hit him. Right? Yeah, I'm not going to throw it then. That, that's Thank what, you. That's Thank you. That, that's okay. what I was okay. trying to say. Now I get it. Now I get it. Sorry. Just a fog of war. 23 to hit. Wow, a whole four points of damage to Noel. Okay. Yeah, so you just you do the, the, the clean attack. those ones on damage rolls. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then Shield is unhappy about that all happening. Russian's dead. No. No. Oh, Sword I was calling dead. it Noel. Noel is Shield. Are, yes. Mm-hmm. Sword and Cloak Sorry. are dead. Ah. Sword and Cloak are dead. Yeah. Shield. But Cloak and Dagger. Oh. Actually, you know, you seem to be the more dangerous one, so it is going to spin on you there, Sora, Aww. and swing at you. And uh, only gets a 10 to hit, though. Ah-ha-ha. Putting that one away. Well, it's a heavy die. Yeah, it's a heavy this die. whole fight has been the Dungeon Master just swapping out dice. Like, nope, this isn't working. <laughs> nope, this isn't working. Just an endless bucket I've had nights like that, too. So. And Heskin. Uh, I'm going to use my reaction to move because I can do that because I'm a scout. So I'm just going to go right here. Um, You might get... Nope, an, I don't get nope. any opportunity to scout. Exa- I know exactly what you're doing. Scout yeah. things. Scout things. Scout. Yep. Scout things. Okay. Heskin? Um, I'll take one step closer here. Oh. I don't know if this counts as flank or not. Uh, it doesn't. You're not right behind, yeah. Because it's attacking uh, Rogar. Um, and I will take my first of three swings on Cloak. Nice. It's a natural one. Okay. Uh, 21. Okay. And gold goes down in a heap. There's mu- not much left there. All right. Then I'll just step on his bones and swing at shield. On these bones. Step on my bones. Yeah, you it, smote it, his and ruin <laughs> to the ground. It's difficult terrain, mm. but it's, yeah, things are so tight here, who cares? It's not a big room. Uh, 27. Yes. Uh, 10 points of slashing damage. Okay. And he looks uh, pretty bad as well. But uh, lots you're of missing now bones. flanking him. Wait. Didn't you just go, Melanie? Mm. That was a reaction. Uh, a reaction, reaction yeah. move. Okay. And then Kravash. Bum, 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 bum. I could turn it into a turtle. Just kill it. Or you can just kill just it. Kill it. But it's... I do like the feel of my blade crunching a crunch bone, so I will strike. Ooh, that's 24. And that's for 11 points of slashing and 7 points of fire. Okay, and it goes down in a heap. Nice. And there's and it's really weird because the bones, after everything kind of comes to a, a stop and the um, room is quiet, the dust settles. The bones just kind of worm their way back into the ground, That's not leave, leaving you with just the weeping angel. And that's where we're gonna stop today. Dungeon Masters Notes. 
Okay, so, well, the Dragonborn have found something, but what is it? Um, undead guards, skeletons warming their way out of the ground. Hey, wait a minute. Didn't we once before see rooms with weeping angels and skeletons coming out of the ground? Nah, that couldn't have happened before. Well, we'll see if the players remember that happening before at some point. And what will happen? We'll have to wait for the next episode to find out. Until then, let us know what you think. Subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head.